0: Hello, catfish people. Welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. Well, hello, catfish people. Welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. I'm your host, Dieter Melhorn. Uh, hope you're having a good day, whatever day of the week it is that you're watching. I should say listening. I'm so used to uh, doing my YouTube channel videos that you are actually listening instead of watching uh this would be a good one for you to be watching because i'm actually set up in the yard in my van taping this thing um we've got a bunch of people in the house and uh a bunch of kids over some friends and it's loud and uh yeah it is what it is uh, it's not the glamorous world that you would expect of a uh, uh fishing podcast but uh it's real and <laughs> this the way it is this is episode number 12 i believe uh, I lost track of where I'm at. I took a week off last week. was working a bunch out of town. A bunch of stuff going on. Couldn't get one put together. So uh, I'm trying to get one out for this week. And I'm thinking about, I'd love to get y'all's feedback on this. Uh, you can send me a message if you go to my website, DieterMelhornFishing.com. Uh There's a message section on there where you uh, contact information. And let, you, let me know what you think about shorter podcasts. I've been trying to do them kind of long. And uh 45 50 minutes an hour somewhere in there and uh, to be honest it's kind of sometimes hard to do that much content on one topic especially if you don't have a guest and the reason I was doing it was because a lot of it was that was the content I liked uh because when I was traveling flying somewhere on the road it was nice to listen to something to a long for a long period of time it was nice to have you know a big long podcast story going on for a long period of time but i also realized that many of you may just want to listen to this stuff over a cup of coffee in the morning or something a little less shorter so what i may try to do and love to get your feedback as it happens and progresses is try to do some of these that are a little bit shorter maybe some fishing tips maybe some tackle tips maybe Something newsy, worthy, timely, that kind of thing. And that may be a little bit shorter, uh, but maybe a couple of times a week. So we're going to see how that goes. I'm going to mess around with it as if I don't have enough stuff on my plate already. I'm going to try to uh, deliver a little more content and fishing goodness out to you guys. Uh, The topic today, I'm going to talk a little bit about circle hooks. And it's a uh, topic that I see come up in the fishing forums online. I frequent a lot of the stuff on Facebook. Uh, there's not so much. It used to be you went to websites and forums and groups and that kind of thing. There's not so much of that anymore. That's all been replaced with uh, Facebook. It's the place now where people go. But I see it mentioned a lot. Uh, circle hooks. Uh, people love them or hate them. Uh, it's kind of like braided line and mono. It's kind of like chocolate versus vanilla. Ford versus Chevy. Uh, it's a, a divisive topic uh, among a lot of uh, fishermen but i think once you understand circle hooks their intent uh, how to fish them how to use them uh, and their strong points and their weak points if you may end up like me and it's all i use i literally do not use j hooks for anything unless i run out of circle hooks i have not used j hooks for catfish in 15 years I don't even use them for crappie white perch brim they actually make some very small uh, octopus circle hooks gamagatsu does some number eight they're very small I use those for those fish they work great the reason, uh, a little history on circle hooks, the way they kind of came up, I don't know who designed them. I tried to do some research on this to find out who it was that originally came up with the idea or the concept. Um, but they became very popular in the saltwater billfish tournament world. Uh, a lot of these guys fish for these sailfish, billfish, sporting, and it's a catch and release uh It's a catch-and-release world. They fish for them for fun, pay thousands and thousands of dollars to do it, and they do a lot to protect the fishery, uh, support it, take care of the fish, and they wanted a way that would eliminate throat-hooking fish. And somewhere along the way, somebody figured out that these circle hooks are not very likely to throat-hook a fish. The other thing that was nice about them was you didn't have to set the hook. But the biggest thing was uh, just the whole conservation end of it and taking care of the fish, protecting the fishery and being able to catch fish, hook them safely, bring them to the boat, get a pitcher and release them alive. Now, you're probably wondering, what's a circle hook? You know, when I first heard of them, I was thinking somebody told me about them and they said, oh, it kind of hooks around. And, you know, I'm thinking this thing makes a complete circle. Where does it open up? Well. I'll give you a real basic idea. You know what a J-hook is. A J-hook is a hook that is shaped like a J. There's really only two types of hooks uh, as far as single hooks, not counting the treble hooks. You've either got a J-hook or you got a circle hook. If you can imagine taking a J-hook and then bending just the tip, right there at the tip and the barb, at the point, turning that point back in to the shank of the hook. The shank is the long part that goes from the eye where you tie it onto your leader down to the bend where it starts to make the bend in the hook. If you take that point, that tip, and where it's sticking straight up, parallel to the shank of the hook, and you take just the tip, we're talking just a little bit of it. Something about the size of the width of the eye, uh, a little bit more than that. bend it perpendicular to the shank of the hook, you've got a circle hook. It's pretty much that simple. That point is 90 degrees to the shank of the hook. Uh, It's really that simple. Uh, Now with that said, there's a lot of variation in what happens with the shank. Is the shank bent? Is it straight? How wide is the gap? That is the distance from the shank of the hook to the tip itself, to the point uh, itself. Lots of variation in there. Lots of different types of circle hooks out there. But it's pretty much those two types. Now, some people claim they've got ones that do both and all that stuff. But it's pretty much this simple, folks. If the point of the hook, the tip of the hook... Points back 90 degrees to shank, you've got a circle hook. And like I said, some of them are, you know, more rounded than others. Uh, some of them, like I described, just look like a wide gap J hook that has the tip pointed back toward the shank. Uh, but that's pretty much all there is to it. And ask yourself, well, what's the big deal with that? Well, if you were to take a J hook, sit down at a wooden table, and drag that tip across that wooden table, basically turn it over so that the eye and the point are both touching the table at the same time, and you drag it across that table. That point's going to dig into the table. Now, if you take a circle hook and put the eye and the point on the table, hold it up off the table by the, the shank so that it's, it's sticking up off the table, Uh, and drag it across. The circle hook's not going to dig in. It's not going to bite into anything. It's not going to grip anything because that point, that tip, is rolled back toward the shank and does not catch anything. Now what happens is, when you are fishing, pretty much the same thing happens with the fish. It's in their mouth. The hook makes it all the way inside the mouth. As the fish turns away, swims away, the line's pulled away, the hook will go to the outside of the mouth Uh, because typically during a bite a fish is going to swim to one side or the other very seldom do they eat a bait and sit there and just eat it and sit there now this can happen in some situations Uh, it can happen with flatheads and some other fish that you're basically got a bait right on top of but most fish When they hit something, they want to get it in their mouth and get the heck out of there before something else tries to eat it because it's just the the competition for food. That's just the way it is in nature. So what happens is as it pulls away, turns away, or you reel down on it, we'll talk about that in a second, that hook is pulled out toward the corner of the mouth. That is the path that it's going to take coming out of the fish's mouth, generally speaking. Sometimes it will come toward the front or the back but most of the time, it's going to go toward those edges. When it does that, what's going to happen is it's going to catch in the corner the soft, meaty, narrow tissue of a fish's mouth. Uh, I, Like I said, I've fished with them for the past 15 years. Probably 90% of the fish that I catch on circle hooks are hooked in the side corner of the mouth. The other, probably 9% of them, are hooked somewhere else in the mouth and then there's probably about a one percent probably less that actually get either hooked in the bottom of the mouth or throat hooked it's almost it's less than one percent that actually swallow a hook Uh, and part of that is just the fish I'm fishing for I think Uh, the other part is the way I set up to fish and we'll talk about that some more in a minute Um, but that's kind of what the, the reasoning behind the circle hook is. Two things. One, conservation, protect the species, especially, uh, you guys like me that are out there. Um, you're, you're good stewards of the resource. You're catching something to keep and eat, but you're also releasing a lot of big fish. You want those fish to go back healthy in good shape and able to catch them again. Uh, want to be able to grow, spawn, reproduce, carry on, and, uh, that's why that's the biggest reason for using circle hooks the other thing is the other reason it's very easy to catch fish on them without having to have constant vigilance over a fishing rod if you've ever watched any of my fishing uh, videos on youtube uh, especially the live feeds you have seen a rod go over i turn around and go oh there's a fish i'll go over fiddle with some cameras, make sure the cameras are turned on, cameras are rolling, and 10, 15, 20 seconds may go by, and I never touch the rod. Uh, and I've had people mention, man, you, why do not you go in for that rod? I, you know, you're going to grab that rod. You don't have to with circle hooks when you are set up properly, and we'll talk about that. Um, those hooks, once they're set, once they're in there, it's it's very hard for them once you get a good hook set as long as you're not whisker hooked or something like that once those hooks are in they're they're in and you've got a hooked fish uh, the so those are the real two reasons that you want to use them now what i was talking about earlier was the setup uh, and what i mean by that is one first and foremost uh tying on that's the last thing you're going to be tying on that's the end of the line so to speak you're going to want to snail the hook. You're going to want to learn how to tie a snail knot. That's something I'm not going to try to describe in a video. Uh, it, it's 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 not that hard to do once you learn how. And I've got a video on my YouTube channel that shows you how to do it. A very simple uni knot style snail. Uh, the snail helps with pulling the line and keeping the tight line uh, back to the rod tip that you're trying to establish. And The other thing you're gonna want is to get, I prefer hooks that are like the Gamagatsu octopus style circle hooks. Uh, The eye is bent on them at about 45 degrees. So instead of the eye being in the same uh, straight, like the shank of the hook, there's a slight bend to it. This helps with snailing the hook and keeping that in line. And like I said, check out some of my videos on YouTube. You can see some of this stuff a lot more uh, it, it, uh, it makes a lot better sense visually. Just go to YouTube, type in my name, D-I-E-T-E-R Circle Hooks, and I've got a video on there, a little quick tutorial. I'm planning to do a couple of more on the same topic. Uh, it's very easy. It's very simple, and that helps with pulling the hook in a straight line to the outside of the fish's mouth. The other thing I tell people is what got me started using them was drifting, dragging, trolling for catfish, whatever you want to call it, when the boat is moving. Through the water and you're dragging baits um, is a, that's what got me started using them. Some guys were using them and that method is a very good method because you always have tight lines uh, when you're drifting through the water half mile an hour or less. Those lines are pulled tight. They're touching bottom or they're behind a planar board or they're suspended with some heavy weight. They're always pulled tight. The reason that tight line is so important is that it is obviously comes back to your rod tip. And your rod tip, your rod provides resistance. That resistance is what helps to pull that hook into the corner of the mouth of the fish as they start to swim off with the bait. Now an important point here, and if you don't take anything else away from this, and this may be hard for some of you guys, but you can't use clickers with circle hooks. It defeats the purpose of the fishing rod by using clickers. There is no reason for to let a fish run off with a bait. Uh, catfish, by nature, are inhalers. Uh, they're not chewers. They're not like a shark, uh, a barracuda, uh, any of the teethy fish. They inhale a bait, get it into their mouth, uh, try to spin it and turn it, kill it to get it head first down the throat. So they're not going to – they don't need to chew on it, basically. They don't chew. They inhale it. So – when they get it into their mouth, uh, you don't want a clicker because that is just that is one more step involved in that fish feeling some resistance and expelling that bait before any pressure is put on that hook to pull it to the side of the mouth. And I know a lot of you guys like clickers. I know a lot of you like taking naps when you're out there in the boat in the middle of the night. You want those clickers on the wake yeah. But you have to stay awake for this. Now you can turn your clicker on as long as it's engaged and it's not free spooling. Uh, you can do that. So when the drag, when it starts taking some line, uh, you can hear the clicker go off. But clickers are a no-no with circle hooks. It it will it will greatly reduce your hookup rate when it comes to catching fish. Uh, keep your reel engaged, and tight lines. Um, this is uh, and that's why I use I use these hooks when I'm fishing straight under the boat for crappie, white perch. Uh, bluegill any of those times you're fishing tight lines it's 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 a great thing Uh, fishing in river current they work excellent they they do an absolutely wonderful job Uh, me personally i believe this i as far as the difference in all the hooks uh, out there between the different circle hooks the biggest thing i want is a wide gap Uh, and that what i mean by that is that's from the tip to the shank of the hook I don't like the narrow. I like something with a wider gap, Uh, something readily available, one that you can see and look at in most stores is a Gamagatsu Octopus Circle hook, Uh, the 8 You can look at that. Uh, Owner makes one, too. Now, I get mine from Hooker's Terminal Tackle. They are a small um, uh, tackle dealer over in Tennessee, eastern Tennessee, and they have a bunch of variants of these hooks under their own name you can go check those out and see them and they've got them in big bulk bulk packs which can be hard to get with these other ones i don't buy hooks five at a time like a lot of these other major brands sell them i like getting 25 of them at least at a time and hookers terminal tackle sell these hooks in these uh, big packs and most of their hooks are very very similar to either the gamagatsu hooks Or the owner style hooks. And I like the gaps on both of those. The gap being that space between the tip and the shank of the hook. Uh, This just allows for a little bigger part of the mouth there. Sometimes you do catch these catfish around their bony outer mouth. Sometimes you will catch them there. Uh, You'll hook into them so you got a little bit of give there. Um, So that's why I like using those wider gap ones. The other ones will catch them too. I just feel more comfortable uh using uh using those wider gap hooks now another thing is guys don't hook your bait deep you and definitely do not bury that tip into uh whatever your bait is it really almost barely needs to be hooked um if you look at the total space between the tip of the hook and an equal distance where it would have touched on the shank of the hook that bend part you only need about a fourth of that area covered so uh it, it's it's a fourth to a third maybe at the most uh, the more hook exposed that you have exposure you have in there in the in the bin and the roll part there and i show some of this in the videos that i do online it's a lot easier to understand that once you see it visually um the more area you have there the better off you are it gives that hook plenty of you know room to roll and get drug over into the corner of the fish's mouth so uh, that's uh, that's my uh biggest tips on using uh circle hooks uh try them out uh it's something that uh, some people are hesitant some people have a hard time overcoming the i want to jerk the hook and set the hook um uh, I, you know, I want to be standing there right over the rods. Uh, and those are things you have to kind of deal with, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, I know some people like that hook set. And listen, if you do, fish with J-hooks. I mean, it, it's really, it, it, it's really, you're going to catch fish either way. It's just if you are truly a conservationist, and want to protect the species and want your fish that you are releasing to live and limit the amount of injuries that you have to them. Circle hooks are going to be better for it. Now, me personally, I've caught a lot of fish in my lifetime and I'm probably in a different boat than a lot of people that are listening to this podcast. And I've caught big fish, I've, I've caught a lot of fish, and I've been blessed to fish the way I do. So for me, it's very easy to say, I don't care if I lose a fish now and then. And I know for some people, if you especially if you haven't caught a big fish, I know what that means to get that first big fish and get a couple of them and get that personal best that's more than 15 pounds, more than 20 pounds, more than 30 pounds, more than 40 pounds. But after you've been doing it a while, and that's what I want y'all to do, I want y'all to get comfortable doing this, comfortable catching fish, uh, confident catching fish, catching big fish so that, one, you don't want to kill them to parade them around and show them to people. And two, you don't want to kill them uh, accidentally by using cheap tackle, uh, bad ways of fishing, bad techniques, poor hookups, uh, bad live wells in tournaments, all the things that you can do poorly that can end up killing fish that you end up wanting to release live. So that's part of the reason I come up with a lot of these tips and podcasts and videos is to help out with those things because. Uh, I've you know had stuff happen to me. I've seen stuff along the way with other people and uh, that's the beautiful thing about you know, the stuff we do here on the internet is we've got a good place to spread information, get information out there to make everybody uh, better anglers and better stewards of the resource. So uh, if you're drifting, dragging, trolling, circle hooks, boom, check them off. They're good to use. Uh, anchored up, you want to try to keep... Now, if you're anchored up in current, no problem, no brainer. Uh, if you're in a place where, like a lake reservoir where it's kind of slack, you want to try to keep your lines as tight as possible. Most of the times, though, uh, these fish... And it's one of the reasons I fish with mono, and the mono I have sinks. It adds some um, hydrostatic pressure, I believe is the term, to the line when it's underwater, which creates some resistance, which helps with that uh, hookup as those fish, fish swim off. So, it's... Uh, it's 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 a tool that I'm glad I've got I'm glad we live when we live and we got that kind of technology and those kind of hooks and there's a lot of them out there don't get too hung up on what type what brand they're all going to catch fish guys I'm going to be honest with you Uh, I hear people say that some of them hook up better than others I ain't seen nobody prove that uh, I think they're all going to catch fish. I think you're going to catch them on all of them. I think the biggest thing is what you feel best with. I feel most comfortable having that wide gap in my hooks. If all I was fishing for was channel catfish, smaller size fish, I could go with something that has a lot more of a circular shape to it, a narrower gap, and feel just as confident catching them because of the smaller mouths on them uh, and the way their mouths are designed. But A lot of it's emotional attachment to what you like. So if you find something you like out there, uh, use it. Give it a shot. Uh, Remember the thing with you don't have to jerk the hook. Now, one thing, let me say this. I alluded to this earlier was real, real, real. You've ever watched my videos, get a bite, get a fish. He hadn't totally folded the rod over or he's got it and he's swimming off to the side. You will hear me real, 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 real. What I will do is, instead of jerking that rod trying to set that hook, which is more likely to pull it straight out of the fish's mouth, I will try reeling on it and getting that fish to feel a little bit of resistance and a little pull because they're more likely to turn. And when you get that fish turning away from you, uh, your your hookup is uh, hookup rate is a lot better. <laughs> Another thing, if you've watched some of my videos, you've seen people have asked me about uh when i get a fish coming straight at the boat sometimes we anchor up and we're casting up toward the bank and flatheads are notorious for it they, they run the bait feeding and they get a bait and they come straight out the deep water with and they're coming straight at the boat i will literally now y'all have seen me do this in some videos i will kick the side of the boat or stomp the floor of it trying to get the fish to turn uh, cause you don't know how many times I've tried to reel down on them and they went straight underneath the boat and, you know, sometimes you get hooked up, sometimes you don't, but I found I do much better if I can get that fish to turn. If he hears that stomping, thumping on the boat and they make a turn, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. And, uh, but if they make that turn, that head's going away from you, that line's coming to the corner of the mouth, 90 degrees to you, to the fish. And it just seems to help with, uh, the hookup rate on it. So, uh, that's kind of my selling point on, uh, on on circle hooks. I like them I use them you'll see them in all my videos and I will have some more videos out uh, talking about uh, these things going in a little more detail showing you some of the different kinds that kind of thing so make sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel all of the links to, to that this podcast I don't know where you came across this podcast when you find it it may be on Apple, iTunes whatever um the home for it uh, you can get to through my website dietermillhornfishing.com and there's a link right there on the front of it and uh, on the opening page that goes to the podcast but it's available on all the major podcast platforms and uh, the links also to my youtube channel and also to all my fishing tackle and all the stuff that i use is there on my website i've got a gear section that has a bunch of the stuff i use through amazon affiliate links that you can uh, buy the exact same thing i'm using if you're interested in doing it so Hopefully that gives you some good information. We'll try to get some more of these and uh, look forward to uh, catching you out on the water.